Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Though today we're doing something a little bit different and talking about video games. Video games specifically that have uh, either become very big news items and or are being adapted into various types of content. I'm Ravi, and as always, I'm joined by my two brothers. Arjuna. And Krishna. Nailed it. That was the and we are, was it good? We stopped doing that a very, very long time ago. <laughs> Maybe like 50, 60 episodes ago. But when, when you say when you say nailed it, we have to throw in something that just, you know, ruins it a little bit. Just ruins just it just a, a tiny bit. And you know, there's feeling. a Netflix show called Nailed It. Is, is there a, is there yeah, a so copyright infringement? Oh. Oh. Well, then we won't say that and publish this everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So anyway, like I said off the top, video games. Specifically, we're going to be looking at a couple of a uh, couple of things. First thing, the GTA 6 leak, uh, series adaptations such as Cyberpunk Edge Game, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, The Last of Us uh, TV series coming out from HBO, and then a couple of sports games, FIFA 2022, NBA 2K33, and then also we're going to say that again. Uh, 2K23. Well, somebody put it in here, 2K. No, it is 23. I just can't read. <laughs> well, well, I can't read. Well, this pod is 10 years in the future. And then we're going to end it with Hogwarts Legacy and Marvel's Wolverine game. So, And then maybe touch on Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is another Marvel video game. That looks kind of intriguing. I don't know that word. Are yeah. Chris, I, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Chris, you can't, like, for this podcast. I just, I just remembered it. I for just this podcast, we, we spend at least 30 minutes at some point during the week, talking to each other <laughs> about what we're going to talk I about on the about podcast. And I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah, you, you can't just change the, the outline. That's not cool, man. You sure we can, it. man. we got to roll with the punches. We've got to be adaptable. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can wear whatever we want. I'm wearing this, this Minecraft t-shirt, which I thought was appropriate since this is a video game uh, episode of ours. So, Do you guys remember when we went through a phase for a day? We all downloaded <laughs> Minecraft onto our phones. That was fun. It literally lasted a day. One one day in New Hampshire. It's what that was. New I Hampshire. Mean, but th- there's been like, we're going to go out a little bit out of order here because I, I think, well, I mean, it's not really out of order, but we've done that multiple times where we've seen a game and we're like, this is going to be the coolest thing ever. Um, you know, I, I like the fact that there's a lot of like online games out there and you can like play games with people and that's fun. But there's not many good online games. I think the the biggest one that stands out as one of the biggest disappointments was like Star Wars Battlefront, the remakes one and two. They were okay. Like Battlefront one was just very much um is it Modern Warfare? Is that the is that the EA one or Call of Duty? One of those like first person war games. That's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, it's basically. <laughs> oh yeah, it's one game, isn't it? Um, but th- those games, Battlefront very much emulated the the war games, and, and because of that, I'm not a fan of that genre. I don't think you guys are either, and they weren't a lot of fun. And then Battlefront Two comes out, and it you know had a really good first um, you know single player story mode. Um, with Iden, Iden Versa, and and that was cool and everything. But then again, the multiplayer side of things was just kind of bleh. And then again, I think we all downloaded it, spent collectively almost two hundred dollars, and I think we've played it for a total of five hours. 
So we we played yeah. a little bit and then that was it. There's also <laughs> Destiny, yep. uh, Battlefield 1942. I want to say uh, it's something else. There was that other game too that was like in the city <clears throat> that you guys really convinced me to get, and we played a couple times. Oh, the one um, like, the the no. that was another. It was like the end of the world type game. Yeah, it was in New York City. Yeah, I, can't, oh, I, can't I completely remember. forget. What that oh, was Division. Division, Division, Division two, one and yeah. two. Yeah. So yeah, that's actually really interesting. You bring those games up um, because there is one that I've actually played. It's the game that I've, I've played more than any other game probably ever, and it's Chivalry Two. And it is all just an online, massively multiplayer battle game. Uh, I think you guys have fond memories actually of me playing it when I was living with you guys, and you would hear the war cries and right. the bloody screams, and then me giggling. Um, which I know sounds disturbing, but it was fun. Don't don't. It's fun. Just believe that. It uh, is and I try to get I try to get you guys to play it, but you you guys learned from your mistakes. But I will say I've played that game probably probably three hundred hours, maybe more, like easily. What about like the other big one, GTA GTA uh, Five? You know the longest running game I think <laughs> in human history. I think. As of the taping of this pod, there are four versions, or there have been four versions. It's could be three. more. PS3, more. PS4, PS5. And then there was the like GTA Online, which is just the multiplayer, the multiplayer version. So, yeah, yeah. I, you would argue that there's potentially been you know, a bunch of GTA versions. Um, that one, we all used to play for a little bit. But then, I mean, even I don't find that entertaining anymore, uh, unfortunately, just because... That game is what ten plus years old now, or something insane. Yeah, uh, I like think I got that thirteen when I was still in college. You're thirty eighteen or two thousand thirteen. Thirteen, yeah, yeah. I remember going to like a midnight premiere. I think my freshman year of college, or so, or sophomore year of college, to go pick it up and be like, "This is the coolest and most violent and beautiful thing ever." And this was on the PS3, and now <laughs> PS5. I, I turn it on for maybe five seconds, and then I'm like, I can't. I don't care. Well, the game is like fun. The online version is fundamentally broken now, unless you you spend like ten million in-game dollars to speed you up. You're just gonna die immediately because yeah. people will blow you out. Have of the sky. floating bicycles and blow you out of the sky. Yeah, I mean, once they introduced kind of all those crazy, you know, very expensive vehicles and yeah, and all that it kind of, I, yeah, I definitely think it's kind of ruined that aspect. Um, some of the heists were cool, like playing like the general heist and doing that with your friends. I think is was fun. Yeah. But even that, like, we started playing that right when the heist came out, and it was kind of broken, where you would get people dropping connection issues, etc. I heard it's a lot better now. Um, but that kind of moves us into our first topic: the GTA GTA Six, the most, the biggest rumored, longest rumored game ever. Um, Rockstar, you know, the the developer behind GTA. Uh, you know, the whole Grand Theft Auto series, they've been teasing it forever in some fashion. And someone, I'm not, I mean, I don't know the, the legal part of this whole case. I have not followed it, but a couple of weeks ago or whatever, all of a sudden some kind of pre-development uh, game footage appeared on the Internet, clearly showing a more, um, I want to say elevated, but like a very polished-looking... Grand Theft Auto type of uh, game appeared with developer notes and debugging and everything on the screen. And um, a lot of people were like, oh, it's fake. Is it real? 
Uh, we all know now it is real because Rockstar did come out a day later and say, you know, hey, um, we just want to apologize and we're looking into this. And, you know, everybody at Rockstar is upset because all their hard work has just kind of been leaked. Um, what do you guys think about the whole thing? Like, is this... I guess I always go with, uh, is this a legit leak or is this a marketing stunt? That's always where my brain goes first. Uh, I get the impression that it's a legit leak that has only helped the marketing. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say one way or the other, but uh, like all the, the, the news that came out around it, um, the FBI seem, seemingly got involved. I don't know how true that story is and that they caught the guy. Which I find hilarious, by the way, that the FBI found this guy within like a week. And there are other people that they are struggling to find after a couple of years. Yeah. Who have done far worse crimes, I might add. Um, so, it seems legit. It seems like a legit leak. And also, it's so early. It, it feels like it's so early in development. I feel like we're two or three years out at the, at the earliest of this game getting released. So, any footage that comes out now would be very early developmental stuff. The game would probably look very different when it's finally ready to come out. So I, I get the feeling it's a legit leak. Yeah, it's definitely legit. Um, look, Grand Theft Auto, I think, is probably one of the greatest video game franchises of all time, just in terms of the breadth of story, the innovation with some of the gameplay, um, et cetera, et cetera, right? So at least for me, there was nothing that was really going to deter me from buying the next Grand Theft Auto, and there was nothing that was going to... Uh, elevate me wanting to buy it. I think the interesting details was the confirmation that this game takes place in Vice City, which is the the Miami, which is the Miami of um, the Grand Theft Auto universe. That there is a female protagonist, uh, and there's multiple protagonists. Once again, just like in Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, you know, for me, I don't think any of us are video game experts, and you know, we should probably we should probably clarify that right here. You know, as 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 uh, as, uh, as our YouTube commenters have, have pointed out before, <laughs> that we are we are not experts, uh, but we've never claimed to be. Uh, so I wouldn't. I I can't tell the dangers of like releasing code, which is what the leak seemingly did, and and a lot of people within the video game community seem to be very worried about, uh, with with all that Rockstar code kind of being out there, and then obviously like an early look of an unpublished game. That's always you know, not a great feeling as an artist where it's like, this is not the finished product. People can kind of judge um, before things are finished, before things are finalized. Like, we don't know how much of that's going to be in the final game, right? Uh, even like, I think back to Grand Theft Auto 4, the first trailer they released for that, they changed half of the characters, their looks, the voice actors, et cetera, et cetera, right? And that was like a published thing that they put out. So who knows how much of what we've seen through the leak is actually going to stick. Um, so, but yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, I guess it's a big deal. This is like the largest leak in video game history is kind of what it's being called right now. Um, but I don't think it's going to deter the game at all. I think it, I think people are very excited for it. You know, Grand Theft Auto five still, you know, as we just talked about has four copies of it and it's like still one of the, if not the highest selling video game of all time. Like I always and, find it uh, and on the annual lists too for the last almost ten years. The other thing that I always find kind of interesting too with Grand Theft Auto Five, it's always like the top five or top ten most like streamed game on Twitch as well. Yeah. It's always up there, um, regardless of what else has come out. Even games from Rockstar, like other competing titles, 
GTA Online, GTA 5, whatever you want to call it, is, is like the number one thing. Um, I, I do think, though, like the biggest impact of this leak is the game will most likely be delayed um, because I, I guess I didn't realize the code was actually leaked as well. And the fact that the code was leaked, God knows how many patches and things and rewrite. Like, essentially, potentially, I guess you could say that they would have to rewrite certain aspects of the code of the game in order to make sure that things are secure against hacking, cheating, that type of stuff. Right. So I think yeah. the big implication of this leak is the game's already been delayed. So, But, I mean, look, Rock, if, you, if, you follow, if you've followed Rockstar for the last 10, 15, 20 years, there's never hit a deadline. Uh, I don't think any, always, any any publisher in the video game space has like a 100% track record of like meeting a deadline. Um, EA Sports. Speaking of actually the fun game deadlines, is the same. You know, we're we're recording this podcast was it um the 29th of September or whatever. Uh, I saw a funny tweet yesterday where it was like, you know, in uh, an alternate timeline on September 28th, we would be watching the first episode of Bad Batch season 2. Like wow, that's wild. Like that that's been delayed for God knows how long. Uh, well, the the release date is now January fourth. That's basically um, eternity away. So thanks. But <laughs> I, I feel like that was delayed because there's just so much stuff on the app. <laughs> but it's a different it's a different conversation. So that's obviously GTA Six the league. It sounds like we're all gonna get it because we're we're mindless in that sense. <laughs> I don't I mean, know if I'm. I don't know if I'm going to get it. I mean, I, bullshit. I will, I'm calling it right now. Bull prediction. Christian will buy GTA Six. No, no. I, I should. Yeah. Let me amend that. I will buy it, but I think I, it's going to go the way of GTA Five for me. I'll play it for like a month and then I'll be done. But that's like, like that's, your mo though. For like, I, I mean, I think that's our mo games, for everything. Yeah. Like, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now. And I have definitely wanted to just kind of quit the game because I feel like I'm in this point of just kind of grinding and. It's kind of senseless yeah. a little bit, where it's like, go in, find the dealer, kill everybody, go yeah. in. I mean, you shouldn't... I mean, I play the game where I just go and brutally murder everyone. I'm not sneaky <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, like, I, I, I went into, like, this past mission I did. I'm supposed to go in and sabotage the fortress defenses. Instead, I went in and I murdered everybody in the fortress. Oh my god, I love it! So Did it's you like, fail the mission, or was that could you, was that still that, that was an option? That was an option. Okay. Oh, kill everybody. So it's like you still right. you still won. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I remember. That's why like you you were so frustrated with division too, because that was like all about stealth and yeah. uh, finding cover, and you were just like, I just want to go in. And I just want to go and, and mow shoot everyone things. down. Yes, <laughs> and like for those that oh, would say, boy. well, then you should play first person shooters online. Sure, but I'm not that good. I'm not. I'm nowhere near that good. Yeah, and I'll just be is... murdered. That's why I'm better off playing against AIs because I know I'll win. So right, especially if you set it to easy. Exactly. Exactly. Which is why Battlefront was so disappointing for us. Yeah, because you're <laughs> not playing against AI. You're playing against actual people who have yeah. skill. And then, the, but the AI stuff was boring. Like it wasn't good. Yeah. But, no. I mean, Battlefront so. though, like the original Battlefront games. You know, back on the PS2 and everything, um, their AI was pretty pretty decent in terms of like yeah. strategy and everything, and, and going in and doing what you need to do. Um, speaking of real quick though, on the back to the Star Wars stuff, in terms of like Battlefront and you know getting games and, and making these bold claims, uh, Christian, didn't you say when Star Wars <laughs> was it Squadrons came out the yeah. the first person um, 
flight, flight simulator, right? Flight, flight, simu- flight did, fighter. Didn't you thing? say yeah. that you were going to like quit your job and just do that full time? <laughs> I said I would quit my job, but I was like, oh, I really want to uh, get good at this game. I was like, before the game came, out, I was like, I'm gonna put in, I'm gonna make a commitment to grind, you know, getting good at that game, and it lasted three days. Wow, because it was t- so hard. Very I found difficult. it. You know, I, I was nostalgic for Star Wars Rogue Squadrons on the N64. Nintendo 64. Yeah. But the big difference is that game can switch between a first-person and a third-person uh, view of the fighter. Um, I didn't anticipate how hard a first-person-only uh, fighter, fight, flighter sim would be. Uh, and so I gave up on that dream pretty quickly. Fun fact, I never played that game. <laughs> I mean, I played that game for five, six hours, and then I stopped because I got motion sickness. Oh. So. And that wasn't even the VR version. No, I mean, the VR version, that I lasted two minutes, and I was like, Ooh. I'm ill. But then yeah, playing the, the regular one, I was just like, I can't. This doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, like, orient yourself, you yeah. know? And, it, the, the, like, you could get good, but the commitment emotionally and the time investment was great. I mean, it was too much. A lot of frustration. Clearly. You'd have to get over a lot of frustration to get good. Speaking of uh, frustration, another game that I personally was, yes, we must, I, everyone must get this game. It's beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> it's going to be groundbreaking, was unfortunately the game um, known as Cyberpunk. Hmm. And unfortunately, that game, uh, I bought like the collector's edition, spent my money, downloaded it. My hard drive crashed. Fixed that, Oof. redownloaded it, game crashed, story sucked, game sucked, everything sucked. It was very, very bad, unfortunately. And the nice thing was, I don't know if it's a nice thing, but the publisher uh, for Cyberpunk, you know, they came out, apologized, and then refunded everybody's money. And, you know, that was, the, uh, the, that was I think, the first time in my memory that a major publisher was like, yeah, we fucked up, here's your money back, and we'll figure it out. You know, since then, that was well over two years ago that Cyberpunk came out. In that time period, you know, that game, you know, started, you know, millions of players. You know, um, a couple months ago, it was probably at, you know, a couple couple thousand or like players actually actively playing that game. And then Netflix, out of the blue, or what feels like the blue, popped out and were like, hey, here's this series called Netflix Edge Runners. It's an anime style. Joy and it was out. Okay, cool. And then I started, and, and Edge Runners came out probably three weeks ago or something. And I started seeing on social media, like friends and, and people uh, post about it, basically saying, "Hey, it's uh, it's very, it's very well done from like an animation style, from a story style. It's very interesting, and it also kind of makes the cyberpunk scene cool again." And I was like, "Okay, this is this feels like kind of bullshit." So I gave it, I gave it a try. First two episodes, wow, super, super cool. Middle of the season, kind of like, okay, we're going through the usual Netflix problem that every series of every genre has. Still very cool. Cyberpunk is really cool. And then it ends, and you're fucking heartbroken. (laughs) You cried? I teared up. I'm not going to lie. I fucking teared up a bit. And I was super, super annoyed because I I don't like when content makes me feel anything. It's just not right. That's why you find it so boring. I know. If you don't feel anything, that's why you're like, oh, this is boring. 
It's when it makes you feel something is when it's worth it. Well, what's amazing though is the show just throws so many, you feel so many different things. And by the end of it, you sit there and you're like, well, maybe I should give the game a try again. Oh, wow. So, so you're saying this, this show sounds like then the greatest piece of marketing for a video game ever. Because if it's going to get you to go play the game again, success. A game you swore off of, a game you were mad at. That's pretty impressive. Like Chris I mean, super impressive. But again, even if you're not into the cyberpunk game, I think if you're into like anime... If you're into like that kind of alt scene of, of cyber and technology, this series is genuinely a really good series. It's very interesting to kind of showcase, you know, one particular vision of like what a world of like cr- a cross between, you know, humans and cybernetics and everything and that merging and, and, and all that stuff. And then just kind of like trying to figure out and live your life in a, in a dangerous city. Um, the series does a really, really good job of kind of presenting that. Nice. Sick nasty. So you guys yeah. going to watch it then? Did I I, 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 w- I will. There's like 12 other things I have to get through just for this <laughs> podcast. Um, but after that, I will try. <laughs> it's an easy yeah, watch I'm too. Like, go. Each episode is like 20-something minutes. So it's not in super, super intense, which is, I think, also do you Do you remember how many episodes ten, are in there? Ten the, episodes. And do you know if there's going to be a season two or? Watch Watch the series. <laughs> It's all oh, wow. Everyone died, so it's no. <laughs> They're pulling a Rogue One, huh? <laughs> yeah, they pulled a Rogue One. They were just like, yeah, but you there know, was life after Rogue One. <laughs> true. I mean, I yeah, mean, this year, I mean, two. this could do a prequel series. There's always that option. Oh because, wow, you've just given away the ending. Well, I mean, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> anyway, still watch nice. it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that I think Cyberpunk Edge Runners is a good, like. We talked about, you know, video game, uh, video games being turned into like content. You know, Resident Evil is a is a terrible example of where the Netflix <laughs> Resident Evil show was just bad shit, stupid, very very dumb. But then, you know, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which is interesting, is it's not an adaptation. It's just a di- it's a whole new story in the world of Cyberpunk, um, which I think is cool. But then we have things like The Last of Us, which is coming out. You know, HBO's <laughs> Uh, newest series and, th- and the nice thing the reason I say HBO is because if it was an HBO Max show there was a possibility obviously that it would get cancelled so we're lucky right. there but with uh, there the is l- no more HBO Max originals yeah that's that's kind of done but you guys saw uh, the trailer who here has actually played The Last of Us and can give a, a brief overview because I, I haven't you want to uh, know something really fun I'm sorry uh, just real quick uh, I've never played Last of Us, but for whatever reason, I was looking through my game library last night. I was like, oh, what games do I have? And apparently, I bought Last of Us. It was one of the first games I bought um, years ago. Well, it was back when I had a PS4 and it transferred over. So we're talking, I don't know, five, six it plus years been, ago. It might have been the free game. Like, it you was know how the free PlayStation game. PlayStation Plus does the free games. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So I have it. I should play it probably. Uh, I mean, so Christian, you talked about like you know, good content making you feel something. I think the reason The Last of Us is so popular, uh, so it's a game I played, uh, it makes you feel something. Like, there's there's something that's very, like, intimate and scary about the game. It's from Naughty Dog, the same uh, developer who did the Uncharted series uh, and Sly Cooper before that. And so 
the third person mechanic mechanics of it are very good for those who have played the uncharted series before uh it's a good balance of of action there's a lot of a lot of horror elements to it and it's just like an interesting story and lore uh which i think should translate well to a tv show like it feels like it could be a much better version of the walking dead essentially oh wow you so i mean uh, i'm sold right off like that one line like that that sells me yeah I walking mean, dead well no the, a better version because walking Dead had yeah. the potential of being a really yeah, good totally. show and and, and from what I, I remember reading some of the comics, it was a really good comic, but the adaptation, I feel like, is just not... It's just the same thing over and over again, and it just... It fell off. It just yeah. doesn't feel like anything unique, so... the the I think the only... I, I So, uh, full heads up, I didn't see the trailer, so sorry. But I've seen the stills. I saw Pedro Pascal's in it. You can't go wrong there. And the fact that it's on HBO. HBO puts out quality content i mean that's they are the premium content provider i would say at this point um second to none Rings so the power. fact that it's, it's a video game series coming out on the premium content provider is quite exciting frankly um because video games adaptations are notoriously bad with a few exceptions here and there uh, so the fact that hbo has decided to delve into this and presumably put out quality content around a video game uh that fact by itself is uh, makes it must watch at least to start so at star wars celebration they said that mando season three was going to come out about february 2023 and hbo has announced the last of us coming out early 2023 so there's a good chance that our pal pedro is on two premium shows a week and we should play the game for Mandalorian, is this Pedro? Oh, <laughs> <this is suit. laughs> oh cause he might have been busy like filming. One and a half episodes. <laughs> I mean, most like, I mean, I mean, I guess we'll find out if they if they go the route of like I'm talking Mandalorian season three. They go the route of like Halo, the first season, where he takes his helmet off every fucking episode, and we'll know. Oh God, I well, really hope I really hope Mandalorian doesn't like follow that terrible format. Wasn't it confirmed Pedro Pascal didn't do any of Book of Boba Mando? I've, I don't, I'm not totally sure. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, why? They don't need him there. Yeah, I mean, he just did his, he did his, his voice. voice so his yeah. little booth work. And I mean, wow. I mean, you all heard the, the news about um, the, the actor who does uh, Darth Vader's voice. Um, James Earl Jones. James, James Earl Jones. Jones. Yeah. He officially has retired. And there is a uh, Ukrainian, I think it's a Ukrainian um, AI voice company that will be taking over doing future Vader voices. Pedro Pascal with the voice of Mandalorian. There's enough recordings there, more than enough recordings to digitally recreate that at this point. So. True, but it, it, that is a slightly different situation, right? Like um, James Earl Jones is getting older. Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, of his course. voice, his voice. There's no way his voice is going to sound the same, like have that same integrity, uh, you know, in the voice box there is young Vader. So he probably got to a stage where he's like, I should do this. And right. then yeah. therefore my voice will be live forever. You know, <laughs> like I think it's, it's, it's I think it. that fact alone is like an actor retiring and then also kind of giving permission to such an iconic voice. I think that's, that's amazing and, and really cool. Yeah. And, really nice of him like that's a huge gift for us because yes. that means the voice of vader is going to live on 
you yes. know, past the physical, and le- which is and legacy nice. legacy secured forever, right? Like I, somebody yeah. tells me that I don't know if he necessarily cares about the idea of legacy more that like the way I look at it and, and from what I saw with the press release, it, it feels more like he knows fans are so attached to this voice and this character that he's doing it. You know, you know, people are always like for the fans. This feels like it's genuinely like for the fans. So. Well, I don't know if you guys realize this, but for Obi-Wan, that's how they did Vader's voice. Like mm-hmm. it, James Earl Jones did not record lines. Yeah. They used the respeacher AI um, thing for him because he wasn't well enough to do the lines. So this is just kind of an extension of that, I would I would say. Oh, wow. Do you think an AI could um, like tell our voices apart and then actually create it's, three unique ones because we've been told a lot that like our voices all sound the same it's <laughs> very yeah. true especially when we all have colds yes <laughs> we all sound like nasal drips yeah absolutely hello i don't know i don't know how i feel about this though because on the one hand i think it's cool but i also think when you get into a big franchise where time is kind of passing and you kind of give performers the chance to take on a role and give it its own spin as well i think there's something special to that so like extrapolate it now to the original performer of obi-wan right now let's say the original star wars came out when now today you would never get the ewan mcgregor performance right because you could just preserve his performance through AI respeacher and you could de-age him for any types of prequels. So then you're kind of robbed of this performance and this nuance of a different version of this character. But I think Vader's, you know, so it's just like, I don't, so I don't know how I feel about that entirely. Vader's though is a little difference because it's a helmet character and it's particularly like a voice. I don't know. I don't know if you had a new like if you if 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 let's say and this has been done actually because there are video games out there where it's not you know his voice they have like a voice actor come and do Vader sure but they're always emulating that voice as opposed to adding something new to it so I think and I get like I do agree with you where it's like we if if we're if we're showing Obi Wan Kenobi in his fifties. We should not de-age Obi-Wan Kenobi to his 20s. It should be definitely a different actor because there's also the simple fact of who you are in your 20s is radically different from who you are in your 50s. So that, to me, makes a logical sense. It works. The thing with Vader, though, is Vader is only really Vader for roughly 14, 15 years. And then, you know, by God. Here's another counterpoint. Do we need more Darth Vader? (laughs) I have two Darth Vader helmets, so yeah. No, <laughs> we. I, I mean, w- we've we've really co- we've covered like between all the movies, video games, shows. So much of his life has been covered at this point. It's like let's just retire. Like to me, it's like when James Earl is done performing him, retire the character at that point. But what if what if they did a what if? Well, then actually, if you do a what if series around Vader, you bring in different actors. Don't do right. the same. Like, do Vader half-helmet. Do Vader Darth Malak, where he loses his lower jaw. Um, do Vader so with Anakin. There's so many different Anakin. ways you can disform him. It's amazing. Like, like Hayden well, Christensen. We, but we've, we've, been, we've been pitching for um, 
Disney to get out of this timeline for years now, right? Like we yeah. wanted to do way before, maybe even go way into the future. That'd be interesting. So if they go that route, which there are, you know, I, I hope they do eventually go that way, then Vader would naturally be retired, uh, which would be kind of cool. I think, again, though, like, I mean, and this kind of ties back into, like, even, like, what we were just saying, talking about with, like, cyberpunk edge runners, is people like to see the connections with these franchises, right? Like, let's say they did, like, Edge Runners, from what I understand, takes place, like, maybe a year or two before the events of Cyberpunk 2077. Like, this series ends in 76, I believe. And there are connections to, like, the main storyline in that game. I think people like to be able to see how things connect, so I think it would be difficult to jump out of that Star Wars time period. Um, you know, moving real, like, this is a good segue into, like, FIFA. FIFA, I think, is doing something interesting, right? Like, FIFA is a, it's a soccer game. Yay, the ball's over what? there. The ball's over there. Yay. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, they're trying to expand it because there's a whole new breed, right, of, like, soccer fans coming in. And they're adding, like, the Ted Lasso and Richmond teams and all the characters that you can actually play as, right? So it's, like, it's a connection to something that you know, so then you're going to kind of like be pulled into that to that world, if you will. Smart, actually, by them because uh, that, it, you, like you just said, that's a way to bring in all the Ted Lasso fans who aren't necessarily soccer fans. Um, that's really smart, and I'm sure they'll have like a campaign mode where you you sort of play out a couple of seasons of you know relegation and promotion. Um, that is smart. It's really smart. Like, I'm sure Lauren's going to get it. And Lauren doesn't get soccer video games and plays them, right? She's going to get this game because of Ted Lasso. We're going to find out Lauren has been playing. She's secretly for playing for 25 years. She's has FIFA existed for 25 ranked? years? The game? Well, you know what's, oh, yeah. in, what's interesting, though, with FIFA, right? Like, FIFA, this is the last time EA is producing a FIFA game. Because EA has lost the license with FIFA. So FIFA 2022 may be the last FIFA licensed game for a little bit because as of right now, they don't have another publisher lined up. I mean, they're asking the license costs something like around a billion dollars or something insane. Yeah, I'm curious about that, right? So FIFA's main competitor, Pro Evolution Soccer, doesn't have a lot of the licensing. And so... They sort of like rename teams and create placeholder names for players, and that's how they get around it. And I think most people consider Pro Evolution Soccer the better game in terms of gameplay, um, but you lose out because you you lose that connection to real-world teams, teams right. and players. Uh, so I wonder if EA would continue to put out a FIFA game, but it resembles more of that model where you... You know, instead of Manchester United, it's like Manchester uh, yeah, football, uh, something else, right? Um, as like a, a placeholder. You you know it's supposed to be Manchester United, but it's not actually Manchester United. Right. Um, I, I'm assuming there's no word on that yet. Uh, I, maybe uh, EA is probably still trying to negotiate. Could be. These rights. I'm, I'm kind of shocked that EA hasn't gone like the GTA 6 route or GTA 5 route, excuse me, where you just have madden and you just have fifa and you don't have the numbers behind it but essentially every year you do like 
the update and you have to basically use microtransactions to get updated rosters and new features and whatever, right? Essentially like what they've done with a lot of the online games. I'm, I'm kind of shocked that they haven't done that instead of just kind of resale and re- th- repackage th- the whole thing. I've, I've, uh, I think a lot of players have wondered why they don't do that. And I think it's because they make more money just selling a brand new game. And it's also making the new game is so easy at this point because you're just reskinning and then updating some stuff and then maybe tweaking gameplay here and there. But, but here's the thing, right? We we've just we know Grand Theft Auto is like very successful every year. It's top of the charts, and it doesn't have bad press like EA because everyone's like EA steals my money every year. Like you're all you're doing is just kind of reconfiguring instead of releasing like an actual physical game and disc. You could probably still get the same amount, if not more, money by just basically putting paywalls up. People are like, oh, I don't have to buy the game again, but I'll pay this. Like that's fine. Like, 10 so, like it's just a, it's just a slight switch. For like that roster I'm just shocked updates. that they haven't yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I th- but, again, but the, I, I think yeah, it's, I think it's because, the, oh, go ahead. They, they want the most bang for their buck. Like, it's easier to be like, you know, Joe Schmo's going to buy the game. Yeah. For and they will. Bucks. And they will. Yeah. And, like, and they, they, and they like, will. It's the same exactly. people who are buying those games. more money if they did it the other way, honestly. I, I mean, I'm sure they, uh, these are billion dollar, you know, companies. They, I'm sure they've run the numbers. And the fact that they haven't, I assume means that. It's just less overhead to create a new game reskinning than it is to maintain a game because then because you know how you know how the video game industry is right they hire contractors cheap to create the games yep. every year whereas if you're if you have to maintain a game now you've got to bring in full time employees and I think it's just they've worked it out it's not like, only that though, it's but a these, sad fact of the of the industry these games like you know these games are excuse me licensed with the leagues I would not I would oh, be that's a good point. I would imagine. Right, that Madden or the NFL has said, yes, you can do Madden, but we want a new person on the cover. We want to make a big marketing blowout. Like we want to do this. Like it's part of our start of the season thing, right? Like I would imagine those um, those leagues want a brand new game every single year. Um, They benefit, you know, NBA Two K twenty three, not thirty (laughs) three. I think you know. I think that's an interesting one in terms of. Well, I guess, I guess, yeah. What? Why is it on? Why is it interesting? Somebody help me out here. Well, it just came out. Um, it's kind of the the new sports game on the block. Uh, NBA Two K has been the premier um, NBA and basketball video game for the last at least ten years. At least ten years. Um, and before they were competing with NBA Live, which is EA's game, and NBA Live just gave up. <laughs> uh, the 2K overtook them so much that NBA Live, uh, EA gave up. They're like, you have the market now. But an interesting interesting thing has happened in the last few years, and I think it's inevitable with any of these games, right? The, the gameplay is top-notch. The actual gameplay is it, it's never felt or looked any better, the actual basketball. But the game around it now has become very microtransaction-y. Uh, and a lot, very grindy. You have to. You basically live in this open world city. And you have to do all these like talking quests. Uh, you can buy vehicles. You can up. You can buy skateboards. You can buy clothes. Um, you have to do all these missions, uh, and you have to do like these endorsement deals. Um, they're bringing all of these celebrities into the games. Like uh, J. Cole is in this this most recent one. You can rap. 
you you can have a rap star career. Oh uh, there's all kinds of like, like you don't nonsense basketball? packed. You do, you do, but basketball is like it feels like forty percent of the game now, uh, and sixty percent feels like all this other stuff. And so it's like GTA Lite. Uh, so that's a that's a wonderful. I'm glad you brought that up because that's what a lot of people uh, on the YouTubes have compared it to. It feels like they're trying to make like a GTA kind of a game. Um, so yeah, it, NBA is a I think is a perfect example of it's actually still a really polished game, a game though that l- suffers from the lack of competition now because they own the market. And you can see in a lot of these aspects outside of the basketball getting very lazy and very, we just need to make as much money as possible. Um, Think of like, honestly, the game feels like a product of, you know, the show Mythic Quest? You're just trying to put in a bunch of stuff to make money. That's how it feels like. It feels like the production around the game. It feels like an episode out of Mythic Quest. And it it seems like a prime example of where the video game industry is right now. Sports games coming out every single year, reskinning, microtransactions. Uh, The gameplay is still very good, but it's starting to suffer from the lack of competition. I would argue, though, that that's nothing new. Like, that's been the video game industry the last, like, 10, 15 years. And I think that's really when I I personally kind of fell off, like, checking into, like, E3 every year and looking at what's coming is because, yeah, it does feel very still microtransactions and just like not a whole lot of like updates to certain things unfortunately um before innovation is lacking it is lacking yeah. but before we get out of here you know there's a bunch of future games coming out hogwarts legacy which is an open world rpg um you can fly a broomstick yay you could do magic you can do i'm magic. excited for it you could pick your house Wait, are you actually you like are you because I, I, I you're a little bit of a pothead um, are you? <laughs> That's uh, what I, I call they potter Potterheads. Yeah, I call um, them potheads. Potheads is great though, because you'd uh, have to be high to like Harry Potter. Uh, well, then, uh, curl me high. I am going to buy it. <laughs> I'm already in. Uh, Arjuna, um, over under two and a half months of Krishna losing interest in Harry Potter. Uh, I'm gonna go over, and I think he's gonna try and convince us to get it too to play online with him. Holy is damn. There, wait, is there, a, is there a multiplayer aspect to it? I think so. I think there's an online. Wow. I might be wrong. Don't get. Don't come at me, YouTube commenters. Don't come <laughs> at me. Uh, I'm going to go under. Simples. I'm going to go. He's going to give up on it within a month. And he will. It, it will go the way of Krishna and like Triple Frontier, where he will like stand it so hard, even though he knows deep down it's shit. Just to prove a point. Like, he'll still give up on the game, but he'll lie to us. No. And, like, be I, secret. I, I, I was interested in this game. I, I, as Chris is going to be, like, a day one and get it, I'm going to let him get it first. And then if, if he Pitch if he it. likes it, I will probably get it. If he doesn't, then I'm going to pass on it. That's a future 60-second pitch on Hogwarts Legacy. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> and then the other two, Marvel's Wolverine. Um, same people yes. that made the Spider-Man game. So, I mean, the Spider-Man games are great. I still, unfortunately, have not They're played so the, much fun. the Miles Morales story just yet. i got to finish Valhalla, but that looks interesting. And then, It's supposed to also be in the same continuity oh, as wow. Spider-Man. Ooh. Well, that makes things uh, even more interesting. That's super fun, actually. Yeah, which is cool because we haven't really seen a lot of Spider-Man and Wolverine together in recent years. The last yeah. time I saw them was in the 90s 
the anime Spider-Man show, but it was Wolverine, Spider-Man, Beast, and then the rest of the X-Men showed up. Hmm. Classic. Late. Very classic. Classic. And then, Christian, what's this other Marvel game? Uh, Marvel Midnight Suns. Uh, and the, the interesting tidbit there is that you will play uh, an original character that you get to create from over with over 140 powers to choose from. I don't know why I sound like a salesman for the game, but I did think that was interesting because... It's weird that d- more superhero video games don't allow you to create and customize a character. I think the most well-known example, Arjuna, please remind me, what was the, the video superhero video game that you really liked? That you could be good or bad and then customize his powers. Oh, Infamous. Thank you. Yeah, Infamous being, I well, think. You the, could kind of. It was like very limited <laughs> customization. Like oh, you could so just pick a tree, essentially, and you're like, are you good powers or bad powers? Oh. I also so think th- this sounds like... Yeah, this this feels like true customization. You you get to pick your your character or pick your powers from the ground up. You know, uh, this kind of feels like Kotor for for Marvel. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why I'm kind of excited for it. Just for that fact alone. When does it come out? He has no idea. Please hold. Please hold. Please wait. Uh, it comes it out. Um, it's already out. <laughs> oh, uh, initially, it just says 2022. Uh, well, so oh, December, December 2nd, 2022. Oh, wow. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, a couple months. Good Christmas game, maybe. So, I'll probably get... That might be a, a day one purchase, so when I come... When I come home for the holidays, you guys can maybe... So, when you come home, bring, bring your PS5. <laughs> Carry the whole thing, or I'll just—I'll buy it digitally, so then I could log on to. Yeah, that your PS5. probably makes more sense. We are in the digital. <laughs> no, age. no, you must transport the <laughs> entire PlayStation. Safe, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And with that, that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good. As ours, thank you for jumping on and listening. You can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram and TikTok at Was It Good Pod. Check out the full episodes on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Was Good. Definitely jump on, leave a comment. We will respond and be sassy. Uh, and as always, check out our website, wasitgood.info. We'll be back next week with stuff. As always, I'm always unprepared to tell you what's next because, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> whoops. Whoops. Goodbye.